Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yo, what up? Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Happy Tired Tuesday. Tiredest day of the week, arguably. Right? Six o'clock club. How we feeling? Check in with us. 410-583-1065. We're talking to anybody right now that's awake in the state of Maryland, even like southern Pennsylvania. Maybe in its south is Washington, D.C. If you can hear the sounds of her voice, we're here live with you right now. And we just want to check in. See who else is here with us. Text us. 410-583-1065. Who's here, Jess? Veronica is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are checking in. John from Middle River. Beautiful Beverly. Lee. Josh Love from Westminster. Magic Mike is here. Amanda from Millersville. Terry, good morning. Hopadope is here. Francesca, the nurse. Clever Kevin, good morning. Uh, who else is up with us? Tristan from Pasadena. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Terrence, Christine, and Aubrey. Good morning. Mama McJam is here. Andy from Columbia. Randy from Arbutus. Badass Barbie in Baltimore. Uh, Nick, Sam, and Carolyn. Caroline and Haley are here. Mr. W from Reisterstown. Good morning to Don and Whitehall. Miss Denise is here. Connie from Abingdon and Shay J. Happy Tuesday. What were you saying about Garage Boy has to hold your hand in Target um, so that you stay on track? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? So Garage Boy and I, I mean, we always hold hands, but in Target in particular, it's more of like a forceful, forceful handhold, I've noticed. Yeah. And it's just so I don't disappear and drift off into Target land. And we always make a list before we go to Target sure. for the things that we actually need and we cannot walk out without instead. And also, too, I, I could tell this over the weekend, it just felt a little more... And uh, I felt like he was just paying attention to more where I would like, oh, like, let's go over here. And he's like, no, 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 let's like, let's stay over here. <laughs> like a child or something. So I don't get distracted and end up spending $300 when we only need toothpaste and deodorant yeah. and Febreze. Parents. But that stuff sucks. That stuff is boring. I want to look at the new Christmas decorations. Yeah, I'm like, let's go look at the shoes real quick. And he's like, no, 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 no. Let's, look let's over, over here. here. Look over here. It's so shiny. Let's it's so cool. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some new dishwashing pods. Yeah, I'm like, why, 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 I'm like why are you all up in my grill right now? Because <laughs> he's trying to regulate, and I, I respect it. I feel like there's some 
parents that do the same thing. Like, let's take Target. Target's like a minefield, man. And they know it is. They know it is. Yeah. They know you're going to walk in there, and no matter what you need... Immediately, the dollar section, they get you right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's something else you want for sure. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't need it, Target knows that like there's something there you're going to want. So they're going to have you kind of wander around to look for it, right? They they put all the fun trinkets in the the front. Well, they put... Right. And they put all the expensive stuff. Again, like, think about this. Like, most Targets, let's think how they're typically laid out. It's like... You're going to walk past all the clothes, all the electronics, all the, you know, uh, home stuff before you get to, like, the toothpaste, before no. you get to, like, the I'll tell you right now, you groceries. walk in, and on your right side is the dollar section and everything that's under three bucks, and then immediately you see they're, like, already put together, like, little small Christmas gifts that aren't too outrageously no, priced, but they're bucks. still a little pricey, 20 bucks. but you're like, that's a good deal for some nail polish and lotion and maybe, like, a little scarf, Yeah, and you just start packing it in there. I literally stopped grocery shopping a couple of years ago because I find that I spend so much less money when I just order online. I went to the grocery store on... As in you Instacart your stuff. Exactly. Okay. So I I, I stopped eating. Yeah, I'm like, I stopped I, eating, I, I like, worry let's about clarify that. I haven't, been, I haven't eaten in years, y'all. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I do Instacart because yeah. I, I find that... Because I, I had to go to Harris Teeter over in Fed Hill the other day to pick up a prescription, right? Y'all, like you go in there... It's nice in there. It's just like, there's just, oh my, I literally bought a $6 bath bomb. And I'm like, I never would have bought this. Why did I buy this? I don't even have intentions of using it right now. But I'm like, six bucks? Like, that's kind of a nice thing to have. Like, if I need a bath later on, I've got a nice bath bomb to go with now. Yeah. I don't know how all of y'all ain't broke. Yeah. I don't know how you don't stay broke. If you have to actually walk into a physical store, no, I don't do. know how we're, you... We're all broke, actually. <laughs> that's we, how it We're happened. here, yeah. Now. 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 Three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Orioles Gunnar Henderson has been named AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. This comes just a few days after winning the Silver Slugger Award alongside teammate Adley Rutschman. Henderson is the first unanimous winner in franchise history. He set O's rookie records and extra base hits, runs, and more. Henderson is also the first Oriole to win Rookie of the Year since Greg Olson in 1989. That's impressive, man. Amazing. Congratulations. I know we're sitting here wondering who's going to do it, and everyone's feeling optimistic, and then it happened. Yay. Number two. Dior is now selling perfume for babies. If this sounds like something you'd only see in 2023, it actually isn't. It's their relaunch of a baby perfume Dior originally sold back in 1970. How much do you think this oh costs? God. Well, first off, can you tell me what a baby perfume even smells like? Does it even tell you the scent of it? Because I'm don't. wondering, mm. is it like a floral or are we talking like baby powder? No, it, does, it doesn't It does smell like baby smell. It's okay. like an actual like scent. A, like something like a, a woman might wear too. Mm-hmm. God, or, I don't or know. Or cologne or a man. Like. So... Like these baby bottles, okay? This isn't like 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 a baby sized bottle of this Dior perfume. How much do you think that costs? Wait, I'm confused. Is this four babies? This is four babies. Four babies, and it's baby size. It's a baby. It's like it's not. Tiny. I mean, it's not like massive. It's okay. small. I'm gonna say. God, perfume and cologne are so expensive. They are. They are expensive. I'm gonna say for babies though, because like it probably, you think? 85, it would be 85 bucks. Two hundred and thirty dollars. Oh now listen, <laughs> oh listen, listen. God. So they're accompanying the perfume with skincare for babies. We're talking a moisturizer that's hundred and fifteen dollars, a cleansing foam for ninety-five dollars, and cleansing water also for ninety-five dollars to quote leave your baby skin feeling supple and velvety. Can you leave it there. Leave your 
baby skin alone. This is crazy. Number one. Michael J. Fox spoke with Entertainment Tonight about his relationship with the late Matthew Perry and the quietly generous side of the actor people might not have been aware of. Fox revealed that after Perry and his friends co-star signed record-setting contracts, Perry made a sizable donation to Fox's Parkinson's Foundation, saying, quote, when they first made their big sale on their friends' contracts and were made millionaires for the rest of their lives, Matthew wrote a big fat check to the foundation when we were really early on and trying to find our feet. Fox had shared that Matthew told him, just take it and do your best. And I loved that. Perry died unexpectedly last month at the age of 54. I love that we're hearing all these good stories now. Mm-hmm. You never know with somebody with a legacy like that, like how they'd be remembered. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that we're not focusing on all the dark days right. of Matthew Perry. Because let's be honest, I mean, he had a lot of dark days, man. There's but a lot he of was things. open. He was open it's about true. that. And he was willing to share his truth to help others who were struggling as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good point. This is Jess, and that's your top three. Do not shoot the messenger this morning, but your dog is not actually making you happier. Today in dog news. And that is a tough headline to have to report this morning. I saw that. I saw that. How interesting. Like, what? No, Kiki for sure made me happier. That's a fact. Welcome to Today in Dog News. This is uh, a segment we devote to our four-legged friends. I feel like the other radio stations don't really do a great job of like reporting what's happening in the dog world, so we'll do it. There's breaking dog news. None of them do, news. actually. None of them. None of them do I it. Don't, I've never heard it before. They don't. So we'll pick up the slack. So there's breaking news happening with, with dogs. We're going to bring it to you. And this is ridiculous, man. A new study out of Michigan State says that pets may not actually make you any happier if you had them or you didn't. So let me walk you through this study and see if you agree with it. It's early in the pandemic, right? So May of 2020. Researchers over at Michigan State started to like talk to people three separate times to gauge how they were coping, right? Mm -hmm. And in general, pet owners said that their pet was definitely helping by offering companionship and affection and things like that, right? A lot of people were adopting as yeah, well. Of course, yeah. yeah. So that was you. If you're like, oh my gosh, I got a pet during the pandemic. I got so much happier. Yeah. This might dispel that. But of course, then they started realizing, well, that comes with a lot of downsides too, as, as pet owners started to, you know, time started going on. Things like the cost, worrying about their pet's health, how they could be a nuisance when they're working from home. Attachment, like attachment issues as well. You know? I've had some of my friends talk to me about that. Like we sit like here. Going during the pandemic and then after with their pet. We sit here and we talk about how great our pets are. But like, yo, let's be honest. And I'll be honest. You know, I had a uh, chihuahua for 14 and a half years. and it was Kiki. And I love that dog to death. But there towards the end, she's about to kill me. You know what I mean? Like, we are the vet every day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I don't like even. Weeks. I, I honestly stopped looking at her medical bills because I was just like, we just have to. I mean, it was extremely stressful part of my life. Yeah. For sure. Probably one of the top five-ish hardest things I've ever had to go through was the death of my dog. Yeah. Hands down, right? So what they found out, there's really at the end, like owning a pet is kind of a wash. Like people who didn't have pets were really just as happy overall. This study quotes and says, people that say that pets make them happier... But when we actually measure happiness, it doesn't appear to be the case. I don't agree with it at all. 
trash. Throw that. Throw that you know, scientific article yo, in the trash. I'm not a scientist, but like I don't. I don't like it one bit. They're saying through like the course of everything through your pet's life, there are gonna be highs and lows, and basically it's gonna obviously even up to neutral in everything there is. Listen, we just report the news. You can decide if you feel the way or that same way or not. Because I don't want to accept that one. Mm-mm. Your dog does not actually make you happier, and that is today in dog news. Kramer and Jess. Mega. Mega. Price Minute Mix 106.5 Alrighty This is it You know exactly what's happening, right? $500 in free gas is on the line It's a very anxious round Of our Mega Prize Minute Today we're playing with caller 20 Who is this? Amy Hi, Amy Hi Amy, you're caller number 20 today Wow Yeah, I'd say (laughs) How are you, Amy? I'm doing great. How are you? We're we're doing good. We're doing good. Just a few preliminary questions here. Have you been listening to this game? Yes. Do you feel confident about this round? Yes. Well, then let's just do this. You realize it's 500 bucks in free dash and gas up for grabs, right? Yes. Come on, Amy, then let's go. Y'all, this is our 10-question trivia game. Pay close attention because, I mean, Amy sounds confident. She's a, a woman of few words, Jess. She's like, I'm, here, I'm just here on business. You know what I mean? I feel that. Uh, we have these 10 trivia questions. We have given you literally all 10. We've given you nine answers so far. If Amy can knock this all out today, she's going to win this gas. If not, we're coming back tomorrow with these exact same 10 questions, exact same 10 answers until somebody gets them all right. So pay very close attention. We have a couple of rules. Jess. If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all 10 questions, you're out. If we don't get the question all the way out, you're out. But if you get all 10 questions right within one minute, you are winning a $500 gas card fueled by Shell at Dashin. Are you ready, Amy? Yes. 60 seconds starts now. Question number one. What did you dress up uh, as for Halloween? Harry Potter. Correct. Question number two. When is New Kids on the Block coming to Maryland? August 16th. Correct. Question number three. What did Jess and Garage Boy dress up as for Halloween? Chips and salsa. Correct. Question number four. What's the price of Dashian's Italian sausage and pepper sub? $5.95. Correct. Question number five. What do scientists say is the scariest sound in the world? Aztec death whistle. Correct. Question number six. Kramer is jealous of which family member? His sister. Correct. Question number seven. Michael Phelps and his wife are expecting baby number what? Four. Correct. Question number eight. Where is John Waters performing his Baltimore Christmas show? Baltimore Soundstage. Correct. Question number nine. Sales of personal care products were up what percent last quarter? Eight percent. Correct. Question number ten. What day was Gunnar Henderson announced as the winner for the AL Rookie of the Year? Come on. November 13th. Congratulations, Amy. You just won $500 of free gas. Thank you so much. Amy, uh, what in the world? You you came in. like It was almost like you had no question. You like you like stepped up to bat. You knocked out a home run. Like It was just like you knew exactly what you were doing. That is amazing. I have two great partners, Larson and Leighton. We're here in Carpool Drop-Off. Yo, oh, Carpool. What's up, guys? Yeah, well, listen, it, you made a great team. <laughs> Hi, guys. What's up? Hi. Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Aww. How old are you guys? Layton's nine and I'm 11. Oh, hi, guys. Well, it is a pleasure to talk to you today. Good job, guys. Carpool drop-off. Way to go. Are you so excited you won? Yes. Yeah, you did it. Congratulations. 
Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. If you've had any of these embarrassing moments happen to you and you've got a great story behind it, can you call us and tell us? 410-583-1065. They polled your neighbors on like what was the most one of the most embarrassing moments that you've been through. And I've got the top five answers. And these are all like very common things I, most of us can say yes to. But if you've got a story behind yours that's just like the cringiest of mm-hmm. cringe stories with these Call us, tell us, 410-583-1065. Number five, deep liking something on social, right? Oh, my. You're scrolling back through somebody's social media feed, and you like something from, like, two and a half years prior, you know? I think what's even, like, what causes higher anxiety than that when you're sharing someone that you're currently stalking with somebody else and you're trusting them not to like something and you're like watching them with intent hoping that they don't you know like it but i oh my gosh and you do and it's like from 57 weeks ago it's and, the worst yes and date in the dating world it's very common too yeah. like it's and it's so embarrassing on both sides uh number four the door says pull but you push instead every day of my life <laughs> every single day of my life i don't know why and garage boy laughs at me every single time and he was like it it says it says push. And that's it. Why are you pulling? But why do it all? 97% of people, by the way, in the state of Maryland said, yes, I've been through that embarrassing moment. Every day. Uh, number three, you try to take a sip of something, but you completely miss your mouth is what most people say is, is one of the most cringeworthy, embarrassing things to do. I feel attacked because that happened to me this morning on the way to work. So I feel like. <laughs> it's almost like, how does that happen? <laughs> why did this, is this right? about me? <laughs> yeah. But like, how does it happen? I don't know. 87% of people said it's happened with food or drink with them here in the state. So if it's happened yeah. to you, don't worry. Completely relatable. <sighs> Here's one. Number two, texting the wrong person. I I don't understand that because to be honest, mm. how all the time? Why all does that happen? I, it's, how do you do and, that? And Especially if the names don't even start with the same letter. I'm like, I what think is what is the purpose? Here's what I think happens. I think is that you literally are thinking about another person, right? In, in my case, let me take you back to the year probably 2005. Texting still new, y'all. We're still trying to figure it out at this That's point. Fair. You have like a sidekick. I was trying to talk about how annoying my boss was at the time uh, to another coworker, but that person, the boss was obviously on my brain. Mm-hmm. And so that's the name that I pulled up in my phone. Yeah. I start texting, texting, texting. No, no, no. And then realize, oh my God, after I sent sent, he was like, you didn't mean to send this to me, did you? I said, no, I did not. The number one thing your neighbors say is the most embarrassing moment that we all can relate to tripping and falling in public. It's the worst. It I'm just not a big tripper and faller. Good. I, the, I am. Don't know why. I'm just, I'm a very clumsy person. And like, I just, something that it takes me back to this every single time. I was like out, I was like out somewhere at a bar or whatever. And like, I fell in the bathroom and you just immediately get up and you're like, I'm good, but you're not all, good. All the way. You fell all the way to the I floor. fell all the way to the floor. Yeah, you just get up recover, and everyone's man. like, are you okay? And you're like, I'm fine. But you're definitely a thousand percent not fine. Hey, Tasha from Baltimore, you were, you went through one of these. What happened? So this was uh, years ago. I was in college. My boyfriend's best friend came to campus so that we could meet. And we had gone to, um, I can't think of the name of the camera place, but to pick up some film that we were getting developed. Yeah. And you know how they have the um, rope up to divide the line so you kind of snake back and forth? Well, no one was in the line, and they were walking back and forth through the ropes. And I'm like, why don't we just step over the rope? Listen, that's that's a bold thing. Like, think of any movie theater or concert where they try to like. Oh wait, like you were just cutting. Heard you through with that with that with with ropes. Okay, and they got the little poles in between. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm four eleven, 
and I, I attempt to step over the rope, and my foot gets caught. No. And I fall down, and it brings all the ropes and holes down no. with me. <laughs> Literally all at no. once. <laughs> I hate that for you. No. I love that for you now. That is not that is that is would not to have been a, the expected outcome. That is a great story though. Thank you so much for calling Thank us. Thank you. Sure, have a great day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Does anyone really care about Thanksgiving decorations or can we just skip those? When Jess has a dilemma and is put to the test, she turns to a family because nieces know best. Like, truly. It's a great question, actually. Because if you really think about it, Thanksgiving has really had their own decorations for the last two months. It's like fall and autumn. So when it comes to the actual day, like, do you actually need an extra day? Interesting. Uh, Welcome to Nieces Know Best. This is our weekly advice segment from two children. Mm -hmm. And in case you don't know these ladies, just introduce these children to us. Abby is my 11-year-old niece and Maya is my 8-year-old niece. They both live in San Diego, California. They're sisters and I'm really close to my family. So I just talk to them about different things that are going on and... Garage Boy and I are actually hosting Thanksgiving for the first time ever. We're having a friend come and visit us. And I'm just asking them, am I allowed to decorate for Christmas even though I'm actually hosting Thanksgiving? Okay, guys. For the first time ever, Gerald and I are going to be hosting someone for Thanksgiving. Our friend Nick is traveling from California to Baltimore to spend Thanksgiving with us. However, if Nick wasn't coming... I would be decorating for Christmas already, but since he's coming, I don't know. Is it rude to decorate for Christmas if you're the one that's hosting Thanksgiving? It is a little rude, honestly. I mean, if you wanted to put up like one or two like small decorations, I get that. But like, I guess if you were to decorate before Thanksgiving and you're hosting Thanksgiving, it would be a little off. Maya, what do you think about that? As much as I think your idea is adorable, I'm sorry. The Dutchers are like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. We start at Christmas from November 1st when we're not supposed to. We're breaking the laws. <laughs> That's fair. We are. We are. Real okay. nice. But because I'm having a guest, I need to be patient. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Thanks, girls. Love you. Love you. Love you. Did she say we're the Dutras where we do that? Is yeah. that what she said? Yeah, I mean, we, we start, like, <laughs> uh, my whole family is already, like, we are fully committed to Christmas, November 1st. Music, decorations, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Because if he wasn't coming... I would have decorated already. It would feel kind of weird. Now, in my family, for for many, many, many years, it was my Aunt Fran that hosted Thanksgiving for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. And we'd go to Aunt Fran's house, and the whole place would be, like, falled out. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving decorations. I think I would feel kind of weird if I walked in. And it's Christmas. And it, it was Christmas. I think if you're the host. It's my decision. No. Oh. I, it'd be like if you were like, hey, come to a Halloween party, but you had 4th of July decorations up. It wouldn't make logic. That would logic. make sense because as Halloween, you dress up as something else, <laughs> you know? I, I think that's probably breaking all kinds of Thanksgiving rules. Now, here's the thing, and I've never Is thought it? about this before. I've never thought about this before. And maybe you feel differently. Because I've never hosted. I've never hosted Thanksgiving before. But I think I would feel weird if I walked into somebody's house for uh-huh. Thanksgiving and they had all Christmas decorations up. Like, have you been there before? Have you been in a spot before where you were the one that had to host? And do you feel obligated then at that point to have Thanksgiving decorations up? Or is it your choice because you're hosting? <sighs> That's tough. 410-583-1065. You want to hop into conversation this morning. Hey, Tracy from Deal. Good morning. Good morning. This feels kind of illegal to me. It feels like if you're going to host Thanksgiving, you have to like decorate your house for Thanksgiving, not the holidays. I don't agree. I think whatever makes you happy. And we start decorating the beginning of November and we have our house fully decorated for Thanksgiving for Christmas. Okay. So since I, and because I'm the host, do you think like I'm allowed to make that decision if I want to have Christmas decorations up for Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Okay, so you though in your in your family, like you guys host Thanksgiving, like you have people come over. Yes. Okay, and like how big is the crowd? Just I'm just trying to picture this. Um, usually about seventeen. Seventeen people That's come over. That's a lot of people. Everybody yeah. enjoying Christmas decorations, eating turkey. So then, let me ask you the yeah. same question that I asked earlier, which was if this was let's let's say that I invited you over to a Halloween party, but I had I had Valentine's Day decorations up. Would you feel like that's not what we're here for? I don't know. I just feel like to each his own, and if it makes you happy and puts a smile on your face, then that's what you do. You're like, yo, Tracy. If you're walking in my house, you're dealing with Christmas decorations, okay? I'm paying for the turkey. And we're playing Let It Snow. (laughs) Thanks, Tracy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. Hey, Bethany from Hampstead. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so what do you think about this? You know, Jess is hosting Thanksgiving this year. Her friend's coming into town. The debate is, like, if you're the host of Thanksgiving, are you allowed to decorate your house for Christmas and not have it all Thanksgiving-y when guests come over? Definitely you can decorate your house. I would, if if you really think that he has a problem with it, yeah. like, because he's your, you know, your guest. Right. I would just be like, just so you know. <laughs> I'm I'm having Christmas decorations before, and, so you're aware, before you commit. When you get to my house, yeah. it's a winter wonderland, baby. Yeah, because it, me and my husband are already decorated. November fourth, I'm pretty sure we decorated. Like <sighs> it's and no. you, and and you that's host me. That's Wait. usually me. I would already be decorated already. Do you host Thanksgiving at your house? No, but I promise you I would not be thinking about anyone's feelings coming wow. into my house. This Thank is my you. house. Say, yes. we don't need any snowflakes over here, baby. We don't, okay. We don't play about Christmas cheer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. We hear it. Thank you, Bethany. 
County are eligible for a $100,000 scholarship. McDaniel College is introducing a new program called Carroll County Scholars. All 8th and 10th grade students in Carroll County are invited to participate because if eligible, they're guaranteed a $100,000 scholarship to McDaniel College. Students also don't need to commit to attending McDaniel to participate in the program. And all Carroll County students are eligible regardless of where you went to school. So if you want more info from that, just get it from mcdaniel.edu. Think about that. Amazing. $100,000. Jess, do you know what, what how much your schooling cost in total? Like, Do you remember out of the four years how much it actually was? I know that I'm over $20,000 in debt because of college. I, was, I honestly wish I would have come to school out here. Because? I just feel like there's so many amazing programs out here. Like, not only McDaniel. I know Harford County is doing something for volunteer first responders, like paying their student debt. So I just feel like there's so many amazing opportunities for students. Number two. McDonald's Crocs have officially been released. McDonald's custom-designed Crocs are out and cost between $70 to $75. Now, these designs are based on McDonald's mascots Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. And, of course, they're adding a classic red and yellow Croc, and they're also matching socks. Each pair is going to cost you about 20 bucks, and they're available at Croc's retail locations, online, and wholesale partners. They will do well, right? Totally. I'm assuming they will do well. I, I'm in that weird age range where, like, Crocs wouldn't look cool on me. I know for, I like... I still haven't tried them on, like, not once I haven't in either. my life. But I feel like I missed that. I think you have to be, like, Justin Bieber's age or younger. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're my age... How old is Justin Bieber? 30? Uh, young 30s, maybe? Are we the maybe? same age or not? I feel like he's, he's either... He might be 30? Okay. He's around the same age as me. So I feel like... At my age, if you're if you're 40 or plus, it just looks like weird dad shoes if you put Crocs on. Like, it's not cool. It's not trendy. You're just that weird old guy with Crocs on. So, unfortunately, can't try those on. Number one. A new report claims that some of Hollywood's biggest names, including Reese Witherspoon, Margot Robbie, and Brad Pitt, are all competing for the rights to adapt Britney Spears' memoir, The Woman and Me, into a movie or some sort of television series. However, sources tell Page Six that talks are only beginning to take shape and Spears is taking things very slow. She reportedly scheduled a meeting with an unnamed top producer. A source also told The Hollywood Newsletter that Britney is overwhelmed by the response of her book and the media frenzy surrounding it, causing her management team to just hold off on making any major decisions right now about the rights until she has time to catch her breath. What do you think? Who would be a good person to play Britney Spears. Oh, to play her yeah. in it? Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, let's say that somebody gets the rights to it, and they probably will. Like, who would play Britney? Who would play Kevin Federline? Oof. I'm just thinking about all these roles that we have to fill, and, like, who would these people be, you know? I don't... I'm, honestly, I don't know who would play Jamie her. Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh, don't even joke about that. <laughs> Can you imagine? I kind of think she might give it to Reese, though. I think she might give it to Reese Witherspoon because she mentioned Reese a lot in her book about how much she looks up to her and how much she likes her. And also, sure. Reese is not new to the business. She has a whole other industry of her own of getting the rights to books that she can make television series of. So I, so she's definitely like more experienced sure. in that realm. But Reese couldn't play Britney. No, no, no. But Reese wants... But they're talking about the rights. No, I, I get it. But I'm asking who would actually play these parts, right? Like who would actually... Who could you see... 
what actors or actresses could you see to like play? That's a that's a big role. If you play the role of Britney Spears, that's like a big deal, and right? And you be able you need to do you need to be able to dance too. So that's why it's like I have a couple in mind, but I don't Margot know. Margot Robbie. Dance. What do you think? Margot Robbie can dance. I think that might be at some point in her like that might work, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody else that I I, I I It'd be kind of cool to give it to an unnamed, to be honest. That like, might be the better way to I feel go. Like, I feel like that's better. Less just pressure. so we can watch the story with a clean slate. Right, yeah. yeah. This is Jess, and that's your top three. Do you want to hear what they're calling the worst Christmas song of all time? What? <laughs> I feel bad, because this is somebody's like work of art. It's almost like when we gave Rebecca Black. They remember the Friday, Friday, yeah. gotta get down on... Fr-. We gave that girl hell. We're like, this is the worst song ever. So I... And I is this song popular, this Christmas song? No, no, it's from 1975. You've probably never heard of it before. I don't, I don't know why it's making its rounds now on the internet, but you may see this trending. Okay. This song is called An Old Fashioned Christmas, Daddy's Home. Okay. Okay. The uh, singer is Linda Bennett, by the way. What's the year? 1975. Okay. So I'm going to play this for you, and we just need to listen through it, because I haven't heard the full thing yet, so I want to really listen to it together and see, is this really, should this be deemed... The worst Christmas song ever. And we're going to have to give it just a little bit of a listen. So bear with us because apparently it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Here we go. Because the bus takes each night is always right on time. It's going to be a very merry Christmas. We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. Mommy, isn't that the bus? What? If Daddy rides each night. Stop it. Put your mind at ease, my children. Everything's alright. It's gonna be a very merry Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed the latest report involving bus number five out of New Haven. And from all indications, we're sorry to report that there were no survivors. Oh my God, this just can't happen. What am I to do? What have I got left in life to look forward to? Don't you dare sing the chorus. Don't sing it. Who will walk me down the aisle on my wedding day? No. Who is gonna buy me toys and take me out to play? Merry Christmas, everybody. No, it's late. I missed my bus. <laughs> well, don't just stand there. Help me with these presents. It's gonna be. <laughs> this can't be real. Christmas. <laughs> okay. For my children, their daddy, and me. Wow. Okay. By the way, if you're just tuning in and wondering what in the hell's happening on Mixed Oh my God. What just happened? They're deeming that the worst Christmas song of all time. 1975, the song came out. It's called uh, An Old Fashioned Christmas Daddy's Home. How can you have a full on dialogue in the middle of the song say, Everyone has died? Have a child say, Who's going to walk me down the aisle? And then they say, Just it's kidding. Be. 
yeah, and then to and then to uh, and then to proceed to sing Merry Christmas, and then she's like, "Oh no, how can this happen?" That like the emotional roller coaster that it just took me on. And it has left me traumatized. Wait, are we just going to ignore the fact that a whole busload of people died? Yeah, what about everybody else? <laughs> like, what about everyone else? That was, what is happening? That's not a joke. That's who, not a parody. No, who? Real song. why? 1975, the deemed the worst Christmas song is called An Old Fashioned Christmas. Uh, it is time for the Untitled Bad Mom segment on the show. And thank you, by the way, for reaching out to this, uh, for, to do this, because we actually are backlogged now. And moms, I didn't realize how like, prevalent this was. It actually yeah. makes this kind of sad. Uh, what is this segment all about, Jess? So we actually had a mom call in probably a few months ago now, kind of explaining a situation that was going on in her life where someone called her a bad mom. And so she just kind of wanted to know if that was true or if whoever called her that was actually in the wrong. And so now we've had different people kind of share some things that have been going on in their life. Uh, we got Carol from Rosedale on. Carol, explain what happened. My husband called me a bad mom because I told my family that I wouldn't be making our pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving this year because we're cutting sweets from our household. Okay, ex- explain more. Is like, it, is who, this... like who's included in, in not being allowed to have the pumpkin Yeah, pie? so I am on a diet. I'm trying to eliminate all sugars. And in order to do so, I have taken everything pretty much out of our cupboards and out of our fridge that includes that. Mm-hmm. So I told them I'm not going to do any of the baking for this because it tempts me and it's probably going to tempt them too. And my husband called me a bad mom. <laughs> wait, so wait, what? what's the pumpkin pie then? I make this really, really great pumpkin pie. It's an old family recipe, and my daughters really, really like it, and so does my husband, but it, it's just not going to happen this year. How old are your kids? Uh, four and seven. So they're not allowed to have pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving either? No, if I can't have it, then no one can. If you're not making it, is your husband allowed to get like other sweets that at least the girls and him can have? That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, can you just bring? If you don't want to make it, I would get it. Yeah. But, like, could you just go? Could they buy something I else? I don't want it in the house. That's the thing. I know that if it's there and it's the end of Thanksgiving night, you know, like I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and have a craving for something sugary. And if it's in the house, I will eat it. So I don't want it present, so that temptation isn't there. So your your husband said you were a bad mom. Why? Because because you would take it away from the kids. Yeah, because it's their favorite part of Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's give it an ask. Uh, this is how the segment works now. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Carol said, "I'm not doing sugar this year. Not only am I not making any dessert, but like I don't want any dessert in the household." Yeah. Is that is that a bad mom move then? Because she's saying like I don't listen. I'm not eating sugar. I don't want. I'm not cooking with sugar. Like yeah. to say that there's no desserts. Or is that just her preference of being like, yo, because like, I get it too. It's tempting. We've all been on diets before. How many times have you been on a diet before and like, you just ask your partner, hey, can you be respectful and not and bring junk food in front of me? No, it's yeah, a hundred percent. But I also don't think it's fair to take away dessert on Thanksgiving from your four and seven year old though. And I'll say this, like I've actually been in your daughter's shoes before. My mom did the exact same thing where she went on a diet and she removed everything from our household and it did not have a positive effect on me then and definitely growing up but i feel like to even take away like the one kind of cheat day if there was ever going to be a cheat day to like not only indulge but just like to enjoy the holiday and you're taking that away from them i just don't know if that's going to have like a good effect on their outlook on that so when your mom did it you felt like that's a bad mom move 
Yeah, it, it just it just cutting everything out like cold turkey that way, and like me not really understanding was yeah. just it just did not go very well. I mean, I don't I don't have kids, but like I don't think it's necessarily a bad mom move per se. I mean, I think a lot of people listening right now are going to be like. Yeah, that's really unhealthy. Like, you shouldn't feed your kids that kind of crap, no matter what the day is. But you're not having is, pie every you know? day. It's just like that one Thursday of the year. It just it just feels like, I, I think that most, and again, I'm not a parent, but I'm thinking if I was a parent, I was listening to this, I'd say, no, that's actually a good mom move because mm. you, like, shouldn't be shoving all that sugar down your kid's throat, period. Even if they are disappointed, like, mm-hmm. that's setting a weird that's precedent. That's my that, point. Yeah, no, I get that. Okay, let's, let's see if people agree. Erica and Perry Hall, good morning. Good morning. Is it a bad mom move? 100%. Why? 100%. Well, uh, anybody that knows me knows that I love Thanksgiving because it's all about tradition and family and nobody's crying. I didn't get this gift. I didn't get that gift. That's true. And she's taking away a tradition for her kids that she brought to them. I get it. She wants to lose weight. We're doing that in my house, but Thanksgiving, all bets are off. We having all the food and all the, you know, the sweets for the kids, and mm-hmm. she's going to take that away from them, something that they look forward to. I don't think they care about the turkey. They're probably <laughs> looking forward to the pumpkin pie. Yeah, Wait, nobody cares about hang on, the turkey. Erica, though, but imagine for a second that you didn't want to say, oh, well, let's throw away Thanksgiving. Would you not expect your family to support you and be like, okay, well, let's like just not do... She's literally saying just no desserts. Like, that's it. Everyone's obviously upset about that. Is that really... I mean, wouldn't they be a supportive family to say, it's fine, we can sacrifice, you know, especially the kids to like just not have I it don't agree. Day? They're kids. It, 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 be a kid as long as possible. You yeah. know, you want these traditions. You want them to make the pumpkin pie for their family when they get older. Right. That's my opinion. Yeah, passing that right. on. That's I a good that. point to make. Thanks for calling. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Jen on two from Owings Mills. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. Is it a bad mom move, you think? Um, I hate that term, but I would have to agree. It is kind of a bad mom move because it's very selfish to ask children. You know, they're not teenagers, so they don't understand, you know, the stigmas of weight gain and all that. Mm -hmm. So to ask them to just reduce all sugar intake, and I'm saying this as a sugar-free mom. Mm. You know, I have three kids under three, and I don't let my kids eat sugar, but on Halloween, I sure enough did. You know, it's just a tradition. It's letting them enjoy the holidays so they have those memories when they get older, you know? Mm. So you're speaking as someone. putting herself before her own family. So you're actually in this position, and you allow those holidays, like, as a day to enjoy versus the rest of the year when you have the kids on a routine. Exactly. I'm making Thanksgiving this um, year and all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Like every fatty, sugary food will be on the table. Mm. You don't care. Okay, it's good Thank to hear. You. Thanks for calling. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Kathy on 7 from Cockeysville. Kathy, I'm sure you can agree with me that it's not it's not a terrible mom move if you're just trying to make your your family healthy for Thanksgiving. This is not a bad mom move. No, it is. And why? It is. Well, For one thing, this is her issue. It's not her children's issue. Eating a slice of pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving is not going to make them overweight. And this is reality. If she's having issues with her her weight, she needs to deal with that Mm -hmm. on her own and not take it away from her kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I, I just find this crazy. I mean, 
I just find this crazy. Yeah, definitely. She needs to get a reality check. It is unanimous then. Uh, I mean, listen, Carol, I don't necessarily agree with everyone, but it seems like majority is going to rule here that that actually taking away desserts from your kids because you're on a diet is a bad mom move. Well, you know, okay, then then I'll I'll do the mom thing. I'll sacrifice um, and I'll go buy a pie. I'm not going to make it though. And they can eat that. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.